0: Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you
1: all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time
0: while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle.
2: It is Friday and we have got one of my favorite people in the entire world on today with me. Let's make sure uh, Tristan is a guest host with me, a panelist, Tristan from Malibu with the red FOMO t-shirt. Also one of the best t-shirts I've ever seen. What, this is, what, what's up with the FOMO shirt?
1: Dude, I found it in, at Target and I thought of our FOMO groups. So I was like,
2: <laughs> why not? For those of you who might not have heard of our FOMO group, we run a little like mastermind group called the Janitors of FOMO. Totally different story, totally different time. Uh, it's just a random group of real estate, uh, anyway, but let's dive in because Tristan, some of you know, well, there's David, is. what's up, David? Yeah, we got, it's David here, we got anyway. I just came to see you speak, man. I'm going to fly on the wall. <laughs> All right. So Michael Henry's on camera. I would like you guys to turn your camera on because this man that is going to be, uh, dropping some knowledge today, he's used to seeing faces and he really likes people. So you're I welcome do. to have your camera off, if because there's people watching on Facebook and you can't see them, Tristan. There's people listening to the podcast two weeks from now. I don't know how to. I don't know how to tell you that they're doing. It. I just know the future. I know they are doing that, right? So well, they will be listening to you. But he's going to be talking about how to grow and scale a real estate business, and there's probably no one better. To uh, do this, Tristan—I I mean, he's the, the founder and CEO of Lab Code Agents. He runs a very successful team in Malibu, California, and he's just an amazing human being. And maybe he'll talk a little bit about the Brilliant Tribe. He does all. And he's also. And what, what what is your title with a Success Magazine? You, you, what is your official title?
1: People editor.
2: People editor of Success Magazine. We look like, like a real professional on, on this call, right? right? That's, That's so weird. He's got like a real job that real people do, like adults do. Anyway, Tristan, I'm going to turn it over to you. I'll be here. We can bounce back and forth or you just run with it, man. Whatever you want to do, talking about growing and scaling a business, I'm excited.
1: All right. Thanks for having me, everybody. I'm excited to, to be here. This is my first time talking about this. And it was off of a note that I took back in May. Uh, and I, I take a whole bunch of notes. And I have a whole bunch of these, these notebooks And they're all they're all color coded for different things. Right. So I just had this one on and I I usually take time to reflect at the end of the day. And this time when I was reflecting, it just went on for like three hours and I was in flow and I was like, you know what, let's uh, let's let's take this further because it looks like it's something that that developed over just me reflecting over the last few years from the people I've talked to from the companies that I've helped grow, and then from just reverse engineering, the growth that I've had through different companies, both real estate and and outside of real estate. And so this all really started from the idea that came from a conversation I was having with two different people. One of them was, and if you watched this a few days ago, London Lazerson from TikTok, he's got like, The the guy that looks like Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone. That guy. Uh, He's got five and a half million followers on TikTok. And he's one of the nicest guys. His dad used to be the producer for Larry King Live. He used to bring over all of the talent. So that's who's helping London uh, on the back end. Good guy. And I interviewed back to back. I also interviewed Brandon Kane. And in the podcast version of, of what I did I interviewed them back to back and that really that really helped me reflect on where they were and where businesses are nowadays. And to top that off, I also interviewed the guy that's that's doing all the marketing for Amazon, for Peloton and for for a whole bunch of other companies, but those are the, some of the major companies out there. And his name is Jason Harris. So when I pieced all those things together, I was like there's something here And I just need to reflect on it. And the very first thing that gravitated to the very top was was content. And I realized at that point that. We need to create a lot more content and we need to tell a story behind that content. And the story needs to be broken down into into the right type of stories that are telling those people who we are so that people can perceive that story through the eyes that we want them to be perceived through. And we don't pay enough attention to that no. to build companies around this. So let me go through, you're going to write this down because I don't have any graphics for this. Remember this was all in my notes. And, and then I started talking to other people about it and I refined it. So here's, here's the acronym that I have for you. So it's SSCCMM. P P it's easy to remember S C M P. Right. And, and I didn't arrange it in any way at first. Uh, And and as I started to talk to some of these people, again, I'm like, Hey guys, what do you think of this? Or check out this process? How does this sound to you? And so the very first thing I thought of was real estate, obviously. And then I merged into some of the other companies that I'm helping grow as well. And I, I looked at it and I'm like, You know, it it seems to all start with with the first S, and that's strong leadership. And strong leadership will look different to most people, but think of. Think of strong leadership in in the world that we live in, and some people will be like, well, this is probably the hardest time the world's ever had. No, it's not. It it just it just seems like this because we're alive right now. Right. And. You look back in history, sometimes they're even worse than we are now, way worse. And so what you have to remember in all eras, and the one we're in right now, is that strong leadership looks different to different people. So you have to identify what does it even look like to you? And that's where we start setting the standards on our end. This is why I went through principles that I set for the companies I have. And I said, these are the principles that we abide by right? We lead with kindness. We have resilience, people first, right? All all those things that I put in there. And so here, a strong leader leads by example. A strong leader sets the tone so that people will follow. And the very first company I thought of with strong leadership was when I was creating this was Bezos, because I was talking to Jason Harris, who runs the whole marketing on social for them. And we went deep into that. But Strong leadership is where it starts because what happens after that comes from the top down. And you can argue and go from the bottom up. And this is why this is a circle, but follow with me on this. Strong leadership then follows the next thing, which are systems and standards. And they're really created by a strong leader at the very beginning, because that's all you have. When you start a team, when you start a company, when you start anything, This is all you got, this is it. Like the the latest company I started was with my wife and it's just us. So that, that company is a reflection of who we are together and how we lead, but we never take the time to look back and reflect and say, wait a second, is this the type of leadership that I want the rest of the world to see? And then what are the systems and processes that I'm creating to make sure that I start off this company the best way possible. And we don't ever look at it that way. And you'll you'll see the full circle when I come back to, and you'll be like, holy shit, this, this actually works. I'm like, yeah, it does. Because um, we went with other companies and they're like, damn, this actually works Tristan. I'm like, yeah, dude, this is weird. So you've got strong leadership. Then you have systems and standards. Now you're going to go to the next seat and I'm just going to read you off my notes with this one. But those processes and systems that you're building out, they help create this consistent message. And, and that consistent message is the content. And a lot of us don't realize that this content, it's already being seen by other people, whether it's, and now I'm applying this to real estate, whether it's you posting on social media, I just sold a home, I just listed another one, I just helped the buyer. I got a review. That's the message that you're delivering. And a lot of us are getting so lazy that that's the kind of crap we put up on social media. That's the content that our people are the consumer, the clients, our colleagues are seeing. That's the message we're delivering. And that's how we're being perceived. And then we wonder why, why, some people think real estate agents are, are worse than attorneys right or car salesmen. And that's because the message that the platform that we have right now, which is social media. We're delivering a message that isn't connecting with people and that content comes from the leadership. And you have to ask yourself. Well, what standards What what's the system that I have in in order for me to create better content because if If you look at everybody that I've interviewed just on the podcast over the last few months, they care about what message is being delivered. And they curate that content to make sure that that message strikes a chord with the consumer so that the consumer can trust them. And that trust goes a long way. So now think about this because, and I don't know if you've pieced this together before, but the content that you're creating And this is internally and then external, but internally, is it creating the culture that you have and that culture that's perceived. Then you start attracting, then you start selling. And so often we try to do the opposite first, right? We try to sell, we try to push ourselves. And this is why we have that, some in some cases, the bad name. But you look at how successful companies run, they have that strong leadership that has the right systems and standards that then starts creating amazing content and they allow that to create the
0: culture around them. And so often we look and we say, well, what is culture? Right, because I'm from the real estate world like you
1: and the very first time I heard culture was from Keller Williams, right? And then now I talk to EXP agents and they're like, we're we're like we're like Keller Williams used to be right that culture and I hear that all the time. I'm like interesting. And I don't take any offense to it. I actually dig deeper. and I'm like, what part of that is now being
0: perceived as Keller Williams missing? What part of that culture? And so as you go deeper into this, your audience oh. starts seeing that culture. Your
1: audience, whoever that is, right? Other agents, like, look, this is why we're here right now. You have strong leadership, he he said, because I remember when Jesse was building this, strong leadership, you have the systems and standards, right now he created the content and the content is allowing us to create this culture, the agent power huddle. And then from there, and this is me reverse engineering it, but from there, That culture then becomes the marketing. And that's how, I'm just going to go directly to you. That's how eXp has grown. And now you have to ask yourself, is that how you're growing? Because a lot of the times we put everything else
0: first. But the content really, that's what should drive who you become and how you grow, because when
1: you let that happen, everything else starts falling into place. That becomes the marketing. Now you can attract better. You don't have to be making those calls all the time and saying, hey, you wanna join, right? Or you wanna buy? People people now at this point in my life call me, and they're like, you want equity on this. You wanna join me in a partnership over here. You know how long it took to get here? It took me years of me being made fun of saying, why isn't realtor.com paying you? They're just flying you all over the United States and you're not getting a single dime. I'm like, yeah, but you know, you don't understand the long game here. A lot of the times we want quick results, but we don't want to put in that hard work that requires amazing content and value that we give first.
0: So this is where you have to look back and say, well, what What does that look like? Am I delivering the right message? Is that marketing that I'm trying to put out there? Is that right? Because if it's not, you have to go back a step to culture. Then you have
1: to go back to that content. Then you have to go back to the standards. And then it guess what falls on? It falls on you as leadership. But if you're doing well so far, this is what happens. That marketing now, in all companies, starts creating money. All of a sudden, you start seeing opportunities come your way.
0: And all that work you put in finally comes in the form of actual money. And that's that second M in that process. But... We always wanna put the money
1: first. So many times when I'm starting a company, the question I get is, and I, I still get this, it's like, what's the end game, Tristan? I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't really have an end game with this. And they're like, that's weird. Why wouldn't you have an end game? I'm like, I don't think you understand the world we live in right now. Let me worry about creating the most amazing content, amazing value for people. And I'll figure it out on the way there. And I'm gonna go back to your company, EXP. Do you think Glenn knew what the hell he was doing at the very beginning? I can tell you he, he didn't because I talked to him through this whole process.
0: You know what made it amazing is that he changed and pivoted along the way. That's That's been the secret to all these amazing companies.
1: The company you look at now isn't going to be the same company that's here 10 years from now because it's pivoted and changed and it's adapted so you don't even know. It's cool to have a 10 year plan and a five year plan, but make sure you know that it's probably going to be crumbled up and thrown out the window. And so here is where you have to look at it and think all right, I kind of get it Tristan. You're telling me that it's more important to give value first and the money will come. Yes, that's the world that we live in. Hands down, you talk to anybody at an extremely high level and this is exactly what they're gonna tell you. Don't worry about the money. Worry about that content that you're giving. Worry about how you're working on yourself as a leader. It's easy to see you look out there and right now the United States is kind of split in half, right? Mask, no mask, vaccine, no vaccine. And and um, you can go on either side of that. But you could definitely see that in a lot of cases, strong leadership is missing in a lot of in a lot of positions, companies, politics. And so you have to ask yourself here instead of judging and saying, oh, that person is wrong and that person is wrong. You have to take this opportunity right now and say, how am I as a leader? Because we all influence our own sphere of people. And so, this is where you have to look internally and say, Hey, how am I doing? And how can I do better? Because even if I look at myself, I can tell you there are a lot of things I'm missing that I suck at as a leader. And there are things that I struggle with internally. I know what they are, but I take time to reflect on them. So many times, this is our whole life. We wake up and The very first thing we do is we pick this thing up. That's the very first thing we do. And then we let this
0: dictate how we feel and think through the whole day. That's our life. We go to sleep. And
1: the last thing we did was this. And we let that dictate what we think and feel and process while we're asleep. You've got to take time for yourself to reflect and to see where you're missing where you're missing the boat where you're missing qualities that you can increase on whether it's just as a as a mother as a
0: father as a business owner because that's our greatest asset our mind and so now as you as you progress
1: down down this line you've got that marketing that, that, that was created by by the culture right, and the content and then that marketing that allowed you to make money. Well, now as you're making money, you're able to pay those talented people that are being attracted to you because they love your company. They
0: love your culture. They love your leadership. And now you can scale. You can start growing. You
1: can start saying, hey, I'm going to hire this person. I'm going to hire this person. I'm going to hire this person over here. And you know that you're going to be hiring great people because if you go down the line, it starts with strong leadership. You have the standards. You have the systems, right? The processes. You know that you're delivering the right content because that's why you attracted these people. And that culture, it's there. Because the marketing brought these people to you. And now the people that you're growing your company with are the right type of people and they're being attracted to something that they can believe in something that they can grow with. And those people give you more opportunities. And that's where they they allow you to be able to. And, and this this is a shift, but if you're a company that makes products, they're a company that allows you to make more products. If you're a company that sells a service or products,
0: they're a company, then these people allow you to sell more products, in this case, homes. But they're selling the right way and they're not going first. They didn't put this
1: at the very beginning, right? And say, hey, I want to make a billion dollars. Let's go hire people. And that's what happens most of the time. Like I, have, I sit down with people and I have these conversations and they say, what's the end game? How much money do you want to make? Who do we need to hire? And I'm like, well, how, well,
0: we're not even there yet. There's a process. And so as you start seeing how this like lays out, it goes back to the
1: very beginning, right? You've got. S-S-C-C-M-M-P-P. And guess what happens as you start hiring the right people that are now helping you grow your company because they're selling more products, right? You bring in strong leadership. Those are the people that become the strong leadership. And they create new systems and processes for you. And they start enhancing the content that's being delivered, and the culture and the marketing, and then you make more money. You see how it circles around? And each one of those pieces is extremely important. So in essence, it starts with you, right? Let's go back to what Jocko wrote in Extreme Ownership, it's you. Stop pointing the finger to everybody else. Stop thinking that your next hire is gonna be the one that's gonna change your company or that next house you sell or that next product you bring in that tech piece, it's just you. That's it. And it's like that in your relationships too. Like if your relationship sucks right now, it's you. Just don't even point at your significant other. And if it is your significant other, then that's the relationship you need to go out of right now.
0: Like I grew up in in an abusive household as a kid, right? This is why my parents aren't together anymore,
1: but it took my mom a long time to break out of that and a lot of internal blaming. So wherever you're at right now, take a look at yourself because this is where it starts. That's where it allows you to grow the company you want to grow. Just follow that process and work at each one of those. And remember that content that you deliver is a reflection of who you are. This is why people pay thousands and millions of dollars to companies
0: to make sure that that message that they want to deliver is delivered correctly. So I'm going to ask you, which one of those do you struggle with the most? think about that. And and
1: as I coach people, because I could, I, I consult companies and coach people for some reason, it doesn't matter which one they point to. It always goes back to the very first one, the leadership, right? The strong leadership. Like we can, we can cut back and be like, okay, so you hired somebody, you hired somebody wrong. All right, let's go back. What happened over here? What do you think attracted them to you in the first place? Right? Well, it was this. And what about did you, did you have this outline correctly on who you were looking for? Well, kind of, uh, we were just looking to hire somebody pretty quickly, right? Oh, got it. I understand. So, so it was a, it was a problem in the standards that you didn't set from the very beginning. That's why you ended up hiring crap. You know, A lot of the times when we hire as real estate teams or brokerages, we feel like we need to take on anybody because we're drowning with so much business. But it's the opposite, and I learned that the hard way. So now we only hire—we hire like one out of every sixteen people we interview, and then they're still on a—they're still on a, a trial basis. And what I look for in those people are character. I want to make sure that that character is there. And you know what? One of the principles that I have is resilience, and on my I spark principles that I lead my companies with. And I look for resilience. I look, well, how bad did you have it before you joined my team? Did you struggle through anything? Because the last
0: thing I want is taking in somebody that is not grateful. Because then what happens there? This is why my friend uh, Amanda, uh, Jesse, I don't remember. I don't know if you remember Amanda
1: Todd. Remember
2: Amanda Todd? I remember Amanda. Yep. I haven't talked to her in years. So she told
1: me, she says that the people that make the best team members for her, right. Are single moms. And she says, they crush it. And she explained to me why. And I was like, I never thought of it. That makes total sense. They have no, they have no, uh, (laughs) their backs are to the wall. They have no excuse but to go all the way up and succeed rapidly because everything relies on them. And they approach this business as I get to do it instead of
0: I got to do this. And
1: that's a big difference. This is why I say it stems back right to the leadership. How are you leading? Are people listening to you say, I got to do this? I got to do this right now in the morning. I got to show up instead of I get to. Like I get to be with Jesse today and you. This this is awesome to me. I get to do this and it's fucking awesome and I love it. So how do you wake up in the morning? How do you show up? How do you want to feel? Because that's what's rubbing off of everybody else. And then you wonder why your kids have a bad day at school. It always starts with strong leadership, and you have to work on yourself on a daily basis. I don't care where you are. Because if I need to do it,
0: and the people I know need to do it, you definitely need to do it. So that's my circle.
2: Any questions, comments, concerns? I'm just going to say it was incredible.
0: Thanks, buddy. I, can, you, can you repeat the
1: last one, the P, the 2P?
2: Yeah,
1: We didn't really You got it The last two P's are
0: Hire great people
1: Yeah, you hire great people And then Uh they sell They start selling or creating Better products Products. So depending on if your company is a real estate company Or a company that creates products Right, so
2: So I highly recommend Tristan You have a graphic artist to a better job than this But here is your list (laughs) This is your visual.
1: I've got a, if you can see that, this is where I took my notes. But
2: No, that, that was an, I hope everyone listening took so much out of that. It is such an, whether you are a solo agent starting out and that is your business, or you're an agent on a team or you're already running an incredibly large business and you want to scale. I mean, that was an incredible way to reverse engineer that. I've never looked at it in that way. I've never heard it put together that way, and I now understand why you and I are friends. I really do. I, I, I got. I was like, it just it makes so much sense, and I love that you have no end game because that's not the world we live in right now.
1: It's not, dude. Talk, talk to these billion dollar companies that say, "Oh, look, I just talked to Lisa, Lisa Bilyeu, uh, Tom Billiou's wife. They created a billion dollar company off nutrition, a uh, nutrition bar, Quest Nutrition. You fo- you might follow them on Instagram." I just interviewed her on Monday. So that one won't be out for another, I don't know, month or so. She said, Tristan, I didn't know what the hell we were doing. I just, I just pieced together a bar because I wanted people to eat better. That's it. And then it morphed into this thing. And then we sold it for a billion dollars to Atkins. Now, the company that created the Atkins Bar and Nutrition, I'm like, that's exactly what I wanted to hear, because that's what I love. And that's what I talk about. Sometimes there is no end game. You just want to do things better. And guess what? That's great enough. That makes the difference. And I think we're sold this crap about, well, give me your five year plan. How much money do you want to make? I'm like, that's not where it starts, man. You want to change the world? That's where it starts
2: where do people find this podcast? We'll wrap it up here, but where do people find this podcast? Which one, where should they listen to it? Um, You want to start with the,
1: probably one of the my favorite ones is um, the one where I interviewed Jim quick on, on the brain. Let me get that for you. Jim quick
2: is an amazing dude. Let me see if I
1: can find the Jim quick
2: one. And we'll post the link in the Facebook group guys. If you're listening to the podcast later, um, you know, we'll we'll put in the show notes wherever you can find it. But please follow Tristan if you don't know him or you didn't know he has a podcast. You have some amazing people you interview on that podcast, Tristan.
1: Yeah, dude, there's some pretty amazing people. Um, let me grab it, and it's all because it's all because of my friend Glenn Sanford.
2: There you go. All right, it's in the chat box. Grab it, guys, before I wrap it up here. His website, TristanAhumada.com. Tristan, this was so good. So, so good today. Thank you for for being being here. Any last thoughts you want to leave with people before we wrap it up? No, I see some familiar faces now that I'm
1: looking at everybody. So I see Connie. What's up, Connie? Michael, Craig, Deborah, two Craigs. I see two Craigs. What's up, Craigs? (laughs) And then obviously I see Travis, but only his picture. But I know Travis. So thanks, guys. Thanks, Jesse. This was awesome, man. I appreciate the opportunity,
2: buddy. I just am grateful that you are here sharing some knowledge. I am lit up, inspired. And does everyone raise your hand on the camera? Do you feel better now than when you started? Don't you feel like, like, yes, game on. I feel better too, man. This is incredible. Guys, have a wonderful day. We've got a little musical song. I had Autumn queue up for you guys to take you off and send you off into your Friday. So enjoy your day, everybody. Have a good day, guys. We'll see see you next week.